the playoffs? Yeah. We'll talk about playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. We played them the third game. Everybody played three quarters. The Bears are who we thought they were. Listen, we talking about practice. Not a game. Not a game. Not a game. We talking about practice. It's the All Pro Bros Show. It's Sports Show. Where we put you in the know of who are the bros and the misses, the losers, to those scared the winners, those in the game, to the set, to the match. Ali Uber with the crew. Every test to bring you. Every virgin statistic. You caught up over your mystic. You removed the decisions, the opinions, the blow with the whistle, the flops, the foul, and all of the issues. Every punch, every kick, every throw, every switch, every leap, every flip, every run, every twist. Hey yo, what's up people, you are now in tune to another episode of the All Pro Bro Sports Show, this is your homeboy Triple, it's your boy Red, Fonstradamus, aka Brady's Lawyer, probably negotiated the win last Thursday, (laughs) but yo, we are getting into our week one Recap of the NFL, and there is no cap in this show all day. All facts, no cap. All pro bros. <laughs> so, yo, there's a lot to talk about uh, for week one, and I am excited for for what's going to come up with week two, yo. It was definitely a lot of good football. So let's get into it by breaking down the actual Scores, and then we'll talk a little bit more about not every game, but specific games. Uh, so last Thursday we had a barn burner of a game between the Cowboys and the Buccaneers. <laughs> Buccaneers won 31-29. Um, crazy game. We definitely have to highlight that one. The Jaguars lost to the Texans 30 37-21. The Washington No Names, aka the Washington football team, they lost to the Chargers 20 to 16. The Seahawks doing the thing 28 16. Three seasons in a row. Uh, Russell Wilson has had a win in their season opener. The Panthers beat the Jets 19 to 14. Then we have the Bengals in a close game and a good game at that, beating the Vikings 27 to 24. And then the Cardinals with their quarterback, Kyle Lur Murray, 38 to 13 over the Titans. Then the 49ers holding it down 41 33 over the Detroit Lions. The Steelers won against the Bills, though the Bills should have won, honestly. 23 to 16. The Eagles embarrassed the Falcons in the battle of the Dirty Birds. 32 to 6. Then the Chiefs beat the Browns in what might be considered the game of the week. We'll see. 33 to 29. The Packers lost in embarrassing fashion. We got to talk about this. 38 to 3 again. By the same. <laughs> so what? So what? So what? tell me? Someone tried to tell me that, like, like, um, basically, you know, the situ- the Aaron Rodgers negotiated the contract. See, you know how it's going It's not going well. So, so I was speculating he might have thrown the game just to force a trade. I'm like, you never know. But well, let's keep going. We're talking about that some more in a second. Broncos twenty-seven to thirteen over the Giants. 
the Dolphins. Oh, gosh. 17-16 against our Patriots. We oh, definitely talking oh. about that. Clearly, yeah. uh, the Rams beat the Chicago oh. Bears 34-14. i like to touch on that a little bit as well because the Bears looked impressive for a little bit before the Rams just took off. And then... And what a lot of people are really calling potentially the game of the year. But I'm like, come on, folks, it's week one. It was a good game, though. The Raiders, 33-27 to 27 over the Ravens. And, and honestly, one of the best Monday night games I've seen in a long time. So let's Great. talk about the home team first. So we got to talk about the Patriots and the Dolphins. Uh, Fonz, you, you're enthusiastic. Let's get it in with you first. <laughs> Yeah, you mean like enthusiastic how, how much the running backs coughed up the football? That's because that's what happened. And like there was like five turnovers. Yeah, I mean five I mean five fumbles, excuse me, and two two of them lost. And and one especially one at the very at a very critical moment of the game. And then even though the defense looked good at times, but they couldn't stop them when they counted. Especially when they coughed up the ball. And then when it came down to stop them to see if we can get the ball back for a first down, for, you know, a first down to, to be in least in field goal range again, we couldn't do that. And, you know, in, in terms of Mac, he's, he looked impressive. I mean, like I said, again, he's a rookie. Matthews? You mean, you mean Mac? Mac Jones. Mac Jones. Mac Jones. No, no, I thought you said Matthews. I'm like, who's Matthews? I said Mac Jones. I said the. Ma- I said Ma- I'm sorry. I miss, I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. Mac and cheese. Homie, mac and cheese. Mac and cheese. Homie, mac and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> his, real, <laughs> real, his real name is Mike McCorkle Jones, but Mac, his middle name. He's just showing up. Give his whole yeah. government, bro. Come on, man. You can't, you've been giving, giving a man's government? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? That, that, that's public knowledge, please. Anyways. <laughs> We give it that. Give it that. But anyway, he he looked. Uh, no, he looked. He looked pretty good. I mean, like I said, you know. I mean, you know, growing pains. There'll be up and downs, and he'll he'll definitely look better. I mean, you know, obviously we wanted to see more of him in the red zone, particularly. But like I said, I think. I mean, even though some of it may be on him, but a lot of it was, you know, on, like the receivers and the running backs around him now holding on to the ball and, and whatnot. But I'm sure that'll improve. You know, so and and of course, you know, it's game one is week one, game one out of out of um, out of seventeen. So there's sixteen more to go. So of course, it's not the end of the world. But at the same time, when you when when you lose that profession, that kind of hurts. You you want that's a game we feel we should have. You know, that's true. Red, what's some of your takes on the Pats game against the Dolphins? Um, I always say this, especially in uh, division rivalries. Um, the uh, the Dolphins, the Bills, um, and the Jets always play each other very hard. So I I gotta give kudos for kudos to um uh, the Dolphins. Uh, the Dolphins came and played. They balled yesterday. Um, now now what I've what I've seen was um. Yes, in, in, in week one, I think there was a lot of growing pains, and there are going to be a lot of growing pains because, again, you're right. Mike jo- uh, uh, Mac Jones is still a rookie. He's still got a lot to learn. Um, what I saw was I saw a guy who was actually composed uh, for a rookie. That's actually very rare. Um, yeah. You know, he's, he's, still, he's still got, you know, some – some things he's got to um, tweak out in this game. Um, but, you know, 
a lot of the throws he was making, he, that's actually very impressive for a rookie. Okay. Definitely. I agree. Definitely. Mac Jones definitely looked very impressive for being a rookie. Right. And so yes. and so I I do agree with I do agree with parts what Fontra Thomas was saying, um, of like, you know, there there are some holes and are some things that the receivers probably need to tweak up, but having some extra practices, you know, uh, what will, will knock some of those issues right out for one. Two, the other thing is you're right, I think there there are some issues with the defense that you know that that could have that could have been prevented. Um, throughout the whole time, so I'm like, okay, cool. And again, I w- I will say this: it's still week one. Exactly. Okay, I will say give them like I will say if, wait till like week four, and you still have those same issues. Then uh, then there's gonna be a problem. Of course. Okay. So I say it's there's not in my in my personal opinion. I think that the path are gonna be fine. It's still you know the, it's still the first of the year. Um, I say, you know, to give them some time to actually try to tweak out some of those um, those um, issues, and I think that the path will be fine this year. So, um, even I mean, despite the fact that um, uh, Mac is still a rookie, and we still have, I think we're still dealing with some issues with, um, I think, um, 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 Gilmore uh, with some yeah. with, the, with the deal and with his dealing and whatnot. So, what I saw, the path looked fine. Um, just giving, just giving them some, some, some growing pains that they have to deal with. So that's my two cents. What do you guys think of Tua though? That Tua looked a lot, a lot better, more impressive, more intentional, more focused overall. Um, yes, and he has good yeah, he weapons did. too. Good team chemistry as well. Yeah, that, yeah, that. I can see them going. I can see them going far, far as you know, as their talent, as their talent takes them. Tua is definitely, he's definitely taking a step up. So. You know, if I'm, if I'm the Dolphins, I'm I'm pretty happy about that. And they my, are the my th- sorry. Go ahead. They are the only team in the AFC East as well to have won a game in Week One. That's crazy. That's true. Yeah, because the Bills lost. Uh, the Bills lost, and the Jets <laughs> lost against the um, against um, Carolina. Well, we all expected yeah. the Jets to lose. That's no surprise there. Right, right. But I honestly, I honestly thought <laughs> okay. that I honestly thought that. Uh, that that Buffalo's gonna take uh, take their game out in all honesty, but we we, we can touch on that real quick. <laughs> later. But, but I mean, I mean that's good though. Bless, at least it's good that the other teams lost still. So it's not now again it's week one, but it's good that you know other than Miami beating us, it's good that we're all on the same start. <laughs> what if this year we had the AFC lease? That'd be something, huh? <laughs> well, well, we'll 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 get there. We'll get there if it gets there. We'll we'll worry about that later. Yeah, I don't see that being the case, though. All right, let's move to the Packers and the Saints. Dude, 38-3 with a now Jameis Winston-led New Orleans Orleans Saints. Pardon me, my folks in NOLA. Uh, So they won 38-3. And Rogers on the Pat McAfee show, his reasoning for... Uh, not doing so well. He blamed it on the interceptions. You know, to quote him, he says, "I don't like to make a lot of excuses for interceptions." Roger said, just before making one, quote, "That first interception was entirely due to right, the right. nut shot I took 
end quote. So I guess he got hit in the lower extremities and he threw the ball into the other team's direction. Um, but besides the interceptions, clearly they just didn't play well enough at all to put up enough points on the board because it's not just a quarterback alone. It's a whole team effort. So they just got outplayed. Let's call it what it is. That's an understatement. That was crazy. They got, they got demolished. They got washed. Wash, rinse, and repeat. Is it 38, 38 to 3? Are you kidding me? I love it when someone says, I don't want to make excuses. They, they make one. <laughs> like, what? It's like, come on. Like People are speculating that you threw the game on purpose because you want to get traded. That's how bad you look. Little Rogers. Okay, and somebody, some of your teammates are probably not vibing with you. It's like, okay, whatever. That, that's what it kind of feels like. They're like, if you don't care, then bumble, why should I? That's that's kind of what it feels like. I don't know what's more surprising, whether James, James um, Winston actually playing that, or the team in the team playing that well, or Rodgers playing, and in, in his team playing that poorly. I don't know which one is more surprising. I'll be uh, real. My opinion, they should have put in love. If, if you've seen Rodgers playing that bad, then put in the, the second-year quarterback. But that's just my two cents. Well, facts. <laughs> they, 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 did, they did it here. Even even the very few times when Brady play, may have played bad, they, they put in, they put in the, second, the second guy. It's happened. It happens all over the league. So, yeah. Let's see why not. Yeah. Yo, Brad, what were you about to say, ma'am? Uh, I was going to say this. Like, Aaron Rodgers, I think the, I think my whole situation with Aaron Rodgers is he's just got to focus on what he needs to focus on, which is playing this year. Yeah. I, 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 I got to say, I, gotta, I mean, this is just my personal opinion. He's just being a big baby about trying to get out of uh, out of Green Bay. So I, my whole thing is like, you know, He's gonna be, he's gonna make a big stinker out of like, you know. I want to get at Green Bay. I'm like, okay, then leave. I mean, granted, granted, technically speaking, he's under contract, so by contract standards, he has to play. Um, so I think I think the pro the problem that the problem that I think it's gonna be a big a big a big deal. But say, unless there's something drastic happens, I think you're gonna see more games like like the one we saw Sunday. You know he's it, he's he's not he's doing poorly. He's he's um he's not getting his way, and he's like you know, he's acting like a big kid or like a, a big baby. And yeah, excuse my it, language, and, and please excuse my language. It's just what I see. I mean, it's just what I'm seeing. Okay, Rogers just needs to focus on playing here or playing uh, or playing for next uh, playing each week. Excuse me, uh, playing for each week. And if he could work out a deal with Green Bay, then. Okay, cool. If not, uh, if not, um, sorry. Uh, if if not, he just has to focus on uh, um, trying to at least get traded to make himself into um, get himself in the in the highest uh, best uh, best possible place um, that he can. Exactly. So if he can at least if he can at least focus on one or on one or two of those things, he'll be fine. But in the meantime, he's actually hurting his team. In fact, so, and, those, and those tactics, and, and, and like you said, and, and well said, Red, like those, and those tactics that you're using to, to make it to, to do that poorly. So you're thinking, oh, if I do this, they're going to want to trade me. But those tactics you're using, there, you're hurting yourself because you're hurting your trade value or your free, either or either your trade value or your free agent value. Yep. You're hurting, yep. yeah, you're making yourself look bad, son. 
So right. you, might well, you might as well at least pay it the best way possible while trying to negotiate behind the scenes. Yeah. 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 No, no, do, yeah. Do the best you can for um for the season. As much as you might not, as much as you might not like the situ- uh, the organization, um, you know the the best you can do is just make sure you play as hard as you um play as well as you can, and then move forward. You know, uh, it, too many times it's like you know, oh, I don't like this, or I don't like this head coach, I don't like you know that particular person. I was like, no, it's like okay, cool. You might not like them, but you know you're stuck <laughs> for, for however long, and you gotta you know continue to make money while you're trying to at least. Increase your vibes for other teams. That's all, right. all I was saying. It's like, yo, like, listen, don't give me this BS. Like, you know, I don't like this person. Okay, a lot of us don't like most of our coworkers. And right, <laughs> I, think a, I think a major problem with it is so many NFL players have now gotten used to, or the star players have gotten used to having their way more and more often because of the influence of the NBA. With that, so now. When they don't get their way, they want to throw a tantrum. They want to underplay. Um, they want to demand trades. But as Red, as you said, you're under contract. You have to play. It's like any of us, whether we have our own business or we work for someone else, we have a contract with another company or we know if we don't work this business, we can't pay bills or eat or save or invest or provide if we have independence. So it's like these guys should have the same thing in mind. Maybe on the upper echelon in terms of finances uh, and, and lifestyle, but that's not the way the real world real world works. You know? It doesn't. It really doesn't. And unfortunately, too, and you're right. You hit the nail right on the head. Is these guys are being are, are being um, complete divas. I was like, you know, well, I, you know, I don't want to work. Then, like something my mom always said, if you don't work, you don't eat. So yeah. since you don't want to work, you're not going to eat. So sit down. Like and you don't want to play, a, that's snatch your whole plate. <laughs> like Rex, the Bible says he that doesn't man that yeah, doesn't he work that doesn't work doesn't eat right. The Bible says that. So, you know, if you, I mean, so if you want to put, use these tactics and think, oh, well, I'm going to get in my way. And, for, and number one, even in the NBA, it's not always guaranteed, but at least those guys have guaranteed contracts. NFL, you don't. Not at so all. If right. you want to use those tactics, it's, it's a, I think that's going to bite you in the butt even worse. And right. let's be honest, the fact that there are new rookie quarterbacks who are already star players and only played in one week. Uh, I'm sorry, but dudes like though Brady was impressive. We're going to talk about that next. Rodgers has had an impressive career. Uh, some of Russell Wilson, Drew Brees just left. This That class of quarterbacks are slowly retiring and being phased out for the next generation. So as Red, as you said, and also you, Fonz, Rodgers needs to play up to a better capacity, knowing that, hey, I want to get traded next season. Well, play to your actual level. He also looked very tired. It's like, get sleep, dude. Get your rest. Get your nutrition on. Work out and play hard. You know what I'm saying? I've had jobs in the past I didn't like, but I still got up, got there on time. I was late. I made up my hours and I worked hard. I didn't complain. You know what I'm saying? So speaking of hard work, the Buccaneers, yo, they put in work. So did the Cowboys. And going to the fourth quarter, you know, uh, they had a very impressive touchdown, you know, but it was a one-point game with like a minute and 24 seconds left. 
and I, I was watching it. I'm like, the Buccaneers about to win because Too you, much don't, time. you don't Too allow time on the board for a fondest client, Brady. You just don't. <laughs> With a minute and 24, he was Brady of old. He good clock management, ran it down all the way to the, like the 20-something yard line. He th- just threw it twice off to the side. Uh, fourth down, five seconds left, got the field goal. That was a wrap. I'm like, and, and Dak was just like, touche. You know what I'm saying? But he like, played well, really well. Take nothing away yeah. from, from Mr. Prescott. Yeah, so when I saw that, I'm like, and we're gonna get into the Raiders in in Raiders game in in a minute. Ooh, that game, and, what? And that and that was even less time than that. And I know Brady, even of old, and even right now, would would make some some, some hay in thirty seconds. So a minute twenty four, even even the, even this Brady, yep. I was like, these guys are food. It, it's they're done. Twenty a minute that you left them with that much time. Oh my gosh. Yeah yeah yeah. Y'all, y'all didn't really think this through, did you? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And especially when you just needed a field goal to win, not even a touchdown. That that's what really got me. I'm like, oh wow, that's. I say, yeah, 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 y'all are food. Y'all are y'all are to- yeah, yeah, y'all are steaks because y'all are well done at this point. <laughs> you, just, you, you just put it on a platter for them just to salivate. That, 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 that was easy. That was too easy. When I saw that, I'm like, oh. <laughs> this is this is easy work for him. Well, let's still look at the Cowboys stats, though. At least Prescott and Elliott. So in this one game, Dak Prescott already has 403 yards. Um, he had three touchdowns. One interception was sacked once. Um, and then Ezekiel Elliott. Oh, he didn't play well at all. He, he was had, garbage. He messed me up. He, 30, he's the reason why, he's, he's he's the reason why I lost to you. Yeah. <laughs> I hate, I say, uh, he had 33 yards. That's oh, not really oh, how he plays. He ran for 33 yards. That's it. You know what I'm saying? That ain't good at all. Uh, their wide receiver, CeeDee Lamb, was good with 104 yards um, with with his catches, Amari Cooper had 139, you know. Um, their tight end, Dallin Schultz, had 45 yards as well. You know, so they was putting in work, you know, with the receiving from the wide receivers and the tight ends and stuff like that. Um, but it just wasn't enough at the end of the day in terms of uh, Tampa, Tampa Bay, you know. Uh, yeah, I wish I had them on my fantasy team instead of Ezekiel Elliott messing him all out of all days, and he usually is better than that. I, I was pissed. I was like, "What?" Uh, it's uh. funny. It's like Tampa Bay is no longer the joke of the NFL. I mean, we can't call them that other name, uh, which we won't repeat on air that people have called them before. Uh, but they did well. So here's some of the stats for Tampa. Brady had 379 yards overall. Um, and he had 32 completions and he had four touchdowns. He did throw for two interceptions, but unlike Dak, he got sacked zero times. Antonio Brown was one of his big go-tos with 121 yards. Um, then also Chris Godwin did his thing with 105 yards and Rob Gronkowski was a good assist with 90 yards at tight end and Fournette with 27 yards, but don't sleep on Fournette. This is just game one. I'm pretty sure he's going to stack up more, even more numbers as the weeks 
go by. Um, Red, what's yeah. some of your takes on the Cowboys and Bucks game? I will say this: Brady does look good. Um, I can't, and, and if I, if I if I'm being completely honest, um, Brady, I think, and you, you guys hit it right on the net. You can't leave that much time for Brady to at least to do his things. Like he's gonna kill you every single time. What are y'all doing, Cowboys? <laughs> Like, what's wrong with y'all? Like, jeez, like, like y'all did like what? Do your homework? Come on, guys! Come on, man! Don't, 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 don't ever sleep on Brady like that. It's like, especially back uh, now that he's back in in, in his in his prime in, in his prime time, like you know, um, Brady of old. Yeah, you guys have way too much time on on him. It's like you guys, ugh, you're killing me, Smalls. You're killing me. Yeah. Um, um, well, other than that, other than that, you know, I don't take anything away from um, I don't take anything away from um, from from um, from Dak because Dak was you know trying his best to hold on to um, to the league and whatnot, especially after that horrendous injury he, he suffered last year. Yep, and, 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 and he's and he's looking at, and he's looking pretty good from what I, from what I saw the other night. Mm-hmm. Um, so. If 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 honestly if if that Dallas, uh, if that Dallas team um, stays the same, minus the fact that you know uh, um, Ezekiel's Elliott you know didn't really do anything, um, I think that I think that uh, you know Dallas might be able to take the NFC East this year um, if they if they at least keep that if they at least keep that intense playoff and if, and if um, Ezekiel Elliott I think uh, goes back to his you know peak form. You know, Dallas might actually be a formidable uh, opponent this year, and assuming if they, assuming if they can at least stay healthy. Very so, good statement right there. That's the key one right there. So, question: So, you guys regret driving Brady to the airport, then? <laughs> no, no, I'm just, no, I'm just, I'm, 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 just kidding, I'm just kidding. Shut up! <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, 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 but um, I was going to say for the even the interception, the two, it was really one because the one of them was a Hail Mary, if you remember, at the end of the half. That was like really half even. So it's like, what are, you know, one of those type of one of those type of stats that when you really look deep, you're like, oh, yeah, he re- it really was just one pick. The other one was like, he was trying, he was just trying to <laughs> throw up a prayer. And like, and, and Ron, Rob is still, even, even with the injuries Rob is going through, He's he's definitely he's, he's still putting in the work. He's still he's still looking good out there, you know what I'm saying. And for and for name, and he's definitely a problem. He was a problem last year, so yep. especially a problem this year. And, and remember, last year they kind of they, in a way the start was let me say semi slow because they ended up eleven and five. They outside the first loss they were doing good, and the middle was a rough patch, and they took off. So semi stole slot they were eleven and five. So this year I even think they're even gonna, they're going to do better. I agree. I don't know. Gronk must have, must have had some better conditioning in the offseason and even before because um, he's staying healthy. That's the crazy part. That 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 is nuts. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's just the system of Tampa Bay is different and allows for the tight end to get less abused. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. Yeah. And that's what he was complaining about here. It's like, yo, I mean, I'm trying to do things this way. I mean, sometimes, and I get it. You know, you, you people, you have your training staff, a certain place you're used to doing things, X amount of benefits. If a player is saying, 
he just he, this this is better for him and this is getting better results. Maybe you should listen to him and at least see where that gets you. I mean, where it gets him, you know. I mean, if it's getting if it got him this far, let him continue. Right. That. Right. All right. So let's move on to the Monday night game, which was equally a good game in Week One. You had the Raiders and the Ravens went to overtime. Uh, lots, especially fourth quarter and into overtime, there were just a lot of crazy things. Fonz, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you take the lead on this particular game. And I gave with that game. I don't understand. It was a great game, but at the same time, it was so much good and bad play at the same time. If you know what I mean. Like, like even I didn't watch watch it from the beginning, but then I when I was catching up and then seeing the. The, the lead changes back and forth. We talked about le- leaving too much time on the clock. And so, therefore, you let you left 30 seconds for people that are not even Brady's equals. And, and Tarek Carr caught up, and and, and and then he was able to to have his guy kick a field goal. You know what I mean? And, you know, there was a, there was a lot of excited play back and forth changing the, of changing of the guard and changing of the leads. But at the same time, if I, I have to be honest with the bad play, especially with Lamar, you got to hold on to that ball, son. <laughs> you you caught he coughed up the ball twice and in, in at a critical moment like and and it was so there was interceptions on both sides because at, you know if you remember because me and me, me and uh treble were watching you know we're watching game we're like whoa this is this is kind of ill like because the the raiders were celebrating but they thought they had a touchdown and, and it didn't it was short of the one yeah, and then and they had the guy's knee hit the ground first like the just a little bit the before the one you know what I'm saying? And then a couple plays later, they throw a tip ball and an interception. So now the Ravens feel they had life. You know, so they so they run back on the field. But then when Lamar's doing his thing, he fumbles. He fumbles the ball. One of the other two times he fumbled, very critical fumble. It's like, it's like, dude, I mean, I like, and shout out to Lamar, I like him. And I know he was the MVP one of the years, but. It was the sec- I think it was the second year. Second year? MVP. Yeah, something like that. Okay, but as a QB, I would say he's decent. He's still not. He's still not as great as some people are making him. He's decent. And why I he's say yeah, he's, just, he's just okay? If I'm being, if you're being honest, in my opinion, I think he's just okay. Right, incredible athlete. Oh heck you know yeah! I mean? that, 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 that's away from him. But as ahead, a QB, yeah, but as a Q, no, 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 no. As a QB. You know, you got to be able to make the big throw because people say, oh, what about the, the MVP? He had 36 and 6, 36 touchdowns, 6 interceptions. I could throw two yards to the into the end zone as well, too. You know what I mean? Like, let's let's keep it 100. Those throws weren't as large. They put him in, in and shout out to the to the Baltimore coaches. Have, they put him in position to throw short passes for those for those touchdowns, for those dink and dunk passes. You got, but as a QB, this is where he needs to, to know this because he needs to learn this because he needs to see further than just winning one playoff game, which happened to be just last year. His right. only playoff game is one. Need to know, need to make big throws, longer throws, and yes, you use your legs, but you need to you need to you, you can't use that as just your first or second option. You gotta gotta have a few options open, and then if nothing's open, then you go, and then you have to have to learn how to slide too. That'll not just protect your your whole body, but maybe that will protect you from you know that'll protect you holding the ball as well. Yep, because you you because you're still operating as a running back. You see what I'm saying? And they were saying right. the same things about Vic back in the day, but Vic at least 
he had the arm. He was do, he was running a lot, but he had the arm. You saw him make big throws in, in ATL. Now, the only thing was, unfortunately, and he he since has copped to this, he wasn't studying the playbook. He was relying on his um, athletic talent at that particular time, and then, you know, the whole dogfight and BS and all that. But then when he came back from that, and it was with Philly, he, he was reading the playbook, and you saw how, you know, see how he excelled from, from that particular point on. So, I'm, if I'm in a while, I'll take, you know, some type of lessons from Mike Vick, you know, in that way, and, you know, learn how to excel with that arm and make the right plays with it, with that arm, you know, because you're going to need to make larger plays, you know, not everything's large, but you got to, you know, it's, you make the short play, the short throws, the intermediate throws, and the long throws, and, and know how to just play that position as a QB. You want to be a QB that runs, not a running QB. There's a difference. Exactly. I would say another thing with the uh, Monday night game, they'll watch it from the beginning to the end. Carr was struggling something fierce, like three and out a lot in the first, the first quarter and even part of the second quarter. And also the Ravens defense is top notch this season. Um, There was frustrating the Raiders offense for a good portion of the game. Uh, But once Carr started getting his rhythm, and the offense started being able to figure out the Ravens just a little bit. That's when they started pushing forward, you know. And then we get to the fourth quarter where all the madness happens, you know, and they call that playback. And then they ended up scoring and it's tying. And then you go into overtime. Then there's the drama back and forth in overtime. So, I honestly, I'll say the, the Raiders just won this game, honestly. They yeah. just won it. I don't think it was in spectacular fashion, spectacular fashion, but I mean, a win is a win at the end of the day. That's and, here, and, and here's where it goes to that part that you said the Raiders just won. The Ravens had a had an opportunity in a way to seal this too, and, and I'll tell you how. And I remember now, in, in terms of um, before before they even hit the OT, because I remember the. When they did a casual, like even though uh, I talked about Lamar, the the positive and the negatives about you know, but there was there was this casual play that they did that if he was gonna run and if he was gonna get somebody cool, if not you know you you run and I and I didn't mind that particular play call, but the execution I wasn't a fan of because it, they still let him short to fourth and two before they kicked the field goal, and that's where you left them over thirty seconds for Derek Carr's team and the Raiders to kick the same field goal. If he had executed that well, you would have had a first down and you would have had more time to yourself. You see what I'm saying? So if you had more time to yourself, whether you score a t- you're going to score a touchdown or at least a field goal, but you would have had more time to, to burn. And you would have had you would have left those guys next to nothing or probably nothing because you could have because you would have had a four, you would have been in four down territory and then you could have kicked a field goal with, with hardly any time remaining. And then they, they wouldn't have a chance to come back and and score the, score the, the field goal they scored. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And it wouldn't have gone to overtime. So that's another thing on the execution, uh, you know, as well um, on both sides. But mainly, the, I remember that particular player for the Ravens. That's good. Because, well, because when I saw that, I was like, okay, they they scored. That's cool. But it wasn't a touchdown. It was a field goal, and they left 37 seconds. Now, I wasn't sure of Derek Carr's abilities, but I said. At least he has a half a decent chance to come back and do the same thing. And he did. Yep, exactly. And like I said, they almost could have lost it in overtime. Had uh, that ball that uh, Lamar Jackson threw up, didn't 
doink off of someone's helmet and got intercepted, which then allowed the Raiders to win with a with a touchdown a couple of plays later. So yeah, the Raiders, yeah, because you mean Derek Carr throwing that ball, but then when they, when they when you mean when the Ravens want to come back, that's when Lamar coughed up the ball. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Well, yeah, because yeah. he fumbled. He was mad that he fumbled. Uh, yeah. Even at the end of the game, you could see see it on his face. He knew it was because of him, you know, that he had messed yeah. up right then and there. Because the because they messed because they had messed up. Then the Raiders ca- caught the ball, and then when they, when they dinked off the, the 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 fingertips and the helmet, then the Ravens had life. Just oh, we have life. And then <laughs> and and then you know when they started on the twenty or the twenty, I think it was the twenty when you when you intercepted on the end zones to twenty. And then when they were moving when they were moving the ball. And then I think in their own territory, that's when he coughed it up again. <laughs> he coughed it up again. So, so Derek Carr, Derek Carr is sitting on the sideline thinking, thank you, Jesus. I seen him. He was doing that. Straight up. No but, he was, but he is a Christian. He was praying after the game with other players. Like, yo, that's what's up. What's up? But, but he did look at the sky when, when that happened, though. When, when my man fumbled, he was like, thank you. Because he knew he, he felt bad about that particular play a few plays before. So when, I, when he said, oh, there's chance of life. So basically, it felt like they, they, they wanted, it seemed like both teams were, were trying to give the game away yeah. to each other at some point, despite the the, the high intensity and the, the excitement. They were both trying to give the game away. And, and, and the Ravens ended up giving it the last. And the Raiders ended up, ended up with the touchdown and, and winning because they thought, oh, they're going to just kick the field goal because that's all they needed at that particular time. Remember, both teams had a chance in OT, so they just needed a field goal. So they drew the defense closer, so they put nine in the box, and then that's when my man threw, threw it, <laughs> threw, you know, threw it off, you know, off, off, you know, running off his foot, and then the other guy caught it and ran it in. I was like, wow, okay. But, yo, big big shout-outs to Raider Nation, though, because they won uh, for the first time in their new stadium in front of a packed house of Raiders fans. If there's any stadium I, I got to visit in my lifetime for a game, it's the Raiders because they were nuts in the stands. I, I would love to go to a Raiders game one day <laughs> in person. Yeah, but I'll say Raiders, Raiders, Raiders fans has always been a little a little on the – a little on the crazy side, even before they, even before they uh, moved to um, to Vegas, they've always been a little nuts. <laughs> I ain't mad at that. They're the true definition of fanatics. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so, yo, let's Big break cats. down the standings. And it's week one, so the standings don't really mean much yet. You know what I'm saying? Um, and it's kind of hard to determine where anything where anything really lies. But let's go down the list side of the way. So, sort of the National Football Conference and NFC West, all of the teams won. LA Rams, 49ers, Cardinals, and the Seahawks. And NFC South, all teams won except for the Falcons. That's the Saints, Bucks, and the Panthers. And NFC North, all the teams have lost. Vikings, Lions, Bears, and the Packers all lost. Then the NFC East, only Philly won. Uh, but Dallas is still actually rated uh, in terms of expectations in terms of who will win out the NFC East by the time we get to week 17. That's interesting. 
We'll see what happens. There's still a lot more football to play. Then in the American Football Conference, the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Cincinnati Bengals both won their games, whereas the Browns and the Ravens both both lost their games. In the AFC East, only the Dolphins won, but the Patriots, the Bills, and the Jets all losing their games. But the Patriots and the Bills specifically had good chances to win and to really take the lead and just take it, but neither one can really do it at the end of the day. In the AFC South, only the Texans won their game with the Colts, the Jaguars, and the Titans all losing. And in the AFC West, all teams won in that division with the Raiders, Chiefs, Broncos, and Chargers all celebrating with week one wins. I do want to talk about the Jacksonville Jaguars. They are an experiment at best with former college coach Urban Myers now at the helm and with, you know, Trevor Lawrence, number one rated um, uh, player, quarterback from, from the NCAA last year winning. Um, and now here we are week one and they lost. Red, I'm going to give it to you. Um, what's your take on this with the, with the, with the Jacksonville Jaguars? I will I will put it to you like this. You're right. Yeah, you you took the words right out of my mouth. They are an experiment, okay? Because if you remember the whole debacle uh, with Urban Myers when he was with Florida, um, you know, with uh, uh coaching Aaron Hernandez and them boys back in Florida, um, I'll I'll put it like this. We'll, we'll see if his style of play actually works well. Um, in the NFL, because again, he's so used to coaching actual kids. I, I I know I know that I know they're not kids, but let's go at least compared to him, he could have had them. Because you talk about you know he's coaching any, um, guys anywhere between eighteen to twenty one, roughly. Hmm. Okay, um, so I'll put it I'll put it like this: it, it might it might actually be a rough patch for him uh, to see if he actually uh, to see if he can actually coach grown men because there's a huge difference between coaching uh, coaching and molding young men versus say coaching and molding uh, excuse me um guys who are experienced in the field that you're coaching okay so we'll see we'll see how this works out um and the whole thing with trevor lawrence i'll say give give him some time because again He's a rookie. He's gonna probably make mistakes. He, like we, we gotta give him that grace to learn. Uh, and this and the thing that the the problem that I have with um with a lot of these places, they they're expecting like the number one this this number one kid to kind of take over a franchise, and he not and he's like remotely close to being ready. So with with Trevor, uh, I say give him some time. If he if he makes a mistake. Let let him let him actually make the mistakes and and help them grow to become the quarterback that you think that he's going to be. Um, so I'll I'll say this like you know let's see let's see how this goes. I like your take. I'm with it. Nothing more, no no more to really add, honestly, to that. Now let's get into injuries. It's always unfortunate with week one. There's going to be injuries, you know, especially some of your favorite players are going to get injured. So let's start with quarterback injuries. Deshaun Watson, irony, man, irony. Uh, Deshaun Watson was was expected to be game day inactive every week. 
for as long as he remains on Houston's roster. Um, where Tyrod Taylor opened up the season um, with the rookie third round pick, Davis Mills serving as his backup. So Deshaun Watson is out for most of the season, uh, but also because of all the drama he still has. You know, saying he's still dealing with a lot of different case court cases right now, which we won't talk about. <laughs> right uh, so, all right, running back injury: Saquon Barkley, which Fonz, he's on your fantasy team. You have to get a uh, put him on the IR or on the backup for now. Um, Barkley is questionable for Sunday's. Well, actually, no, he was questionable for the season one matchup against the Broncos. Um, but he ended up. He did end up playing, but he didn't. He didn't end up doing much. I'm glad he was on the on on the backup. <laughs> yeah. So, and Odell Beckham, uh, he was questionable for Sunday's game, but I believe he did play actually. So, those are just some of the injuries because I need to actually get an updated list. Uh, that yeah, is so. much. <laughs> This stupid thing. Okay, that was my fault. I should have updated the script. Uh, but Ryan Fitzpatrick was actually injured in his game uh, on the Washington football team. And he's reported to miss six to eight weeks having a hip injury. And it was a nasty hit. He was hit by the Chargers defensive end Uchenna Nwosu, hopefully I said that right, in the second quarter and was helped off the field, finishing three of six for 13 yards in the loss. The backup quarterback, Taylor Heineke, sparked Washington's offense going 11 for 15 uh, for 122 yards and a touchdown. Heineke will start in this Thursday's game against the New York Giants. So it's unfortunate that Ryan Fitzpatrick, I forget his nickname, was it? Ryan, Ryan, Fitz, Ryan Fitz, Tragic Magic Patrick. Yeah, that's oh, But I guess man. the Tragic Magic is well alive already <laughs> in game one of the season. And also 49ers Raheem Mostert is to undergo season-ending knee surgery with Elijah Mitchell and Trey Sermon uh, to headline the backfield as he has been injured. So some crazy injuries already, and especially with top players we expected um, to play more throughout this season. So, so yeah, let's actually talk about jersey sales, yo. This is an interesting topic. So, last to check, Mac Jones was one of the top-selling jerseys a couple of weeks ago. Jalen Hurts, his sales have gone up by 500% after the Eagles won in week one. That is crazy. Now, for you all, you know, uh, try to be frugal people with your money. Would you buy a jersey just because a certain player won? What do you guys say? No, I don't know. Because, because, because if, I, if that's the case, that, that that's that's the worst time to buy it because the, that's when they mark up the prices. By how many percent? You just said it yourself. So I'm like, uh, no. Unless you, unless you, you have a real great discount for me online or something, then I, then I'll consider that. But other than that, I'm not, I'm not too sure. I mean, I'm not. I mean, I buy. I mean, I have a couple jerseys, but, but you know, I don't. I'm a person that hardly buys jerseys. Period. Outside of that, outside of gifts or whatever. 
Got you. We're the top 10 selling jerseys August 1st to September 7th on the actual, according to NFLshop.com. You got Josh Allen uh, had a top selling jersey. Then Mac Jones in number two, like I said before. Tom Brady in number three. Justin Fields in number four. Patrick Holmes at number five. C.D. Lamb at number six. Then George Kittle at number seven. Dak Prescott at number eight. Justin Herbert at number nine. And Aaron Rodgers at number 10. I would love to see how this has changed after week one, besides knowing that Jalen Hurts' jersey has gone up 500% in terms of sales. So and, I'm pretty and, sure. And Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers played like a bum. He might have <laughs> dropped in sales, honestly. So we will see. Um, I do have to ask, though, do you think the Browns are contenders uh, to go a lot further this year? You know, uh, uh, the homie Jua was featured early on in season one of the All-Pro Bros. That's his team. And I know all Cleveland fans are tired of them losing. <laughs> so I feel them. I feel them. Well, I mean, they played well against uh, uh, an elite team. So what do you guys think? They, they could, I could see them being – I still I still think Casey's ahead of them by a couple – by a notch or two. I can see them going somewhat far. I can see that because last year they they made some noise. So you know, I I can see them doing some. I mean, time will tell. You know, in terms of in terms of how the players you know respond and and what moves they make on the trade deadline to see how far they'll go. But I can, I mean, I can see them being, being a playoff team and making some noise because they you know they made some noise last year with a similar squad. You know, true. Red, what do you think? Um, assuming if everything goes the way uh, as planned, I think they'll make a lot of noise this hmm. uh, this up and coming year. Hmm. Um, I and I've I've said this and a certain somebody laughed at me. Um, uh, the year <laughs> they went, uh, the year after they went like what zero and sixteen. Um, and I, and during during the preseason, as I was looking at them, I think this was I think this was Baker Mayfield. It was either just before Baker Mayfield's. First year or before they actually drafted him, uh, that they actually looked really good. Uh, they they looked really good, and um, I told them that you know they're gonna make a drastic uh, a drastic jump. Um, and I think they went like you know eight and eight seven or one that year. Um, and seven eight and just, one, I think. Yeah, eight seven or one that year, and they had just missed the playoffs by literally a game. Um, and and. I think I think a certain somebody was laughing at me when I told him, "Yeah, no, they look good." And, they, and, you're, like, and you're like, "Nah, nah, they don't look good, no." Nah, but I, I, but I, they still missed the playoffs, though, right? They still missed the playoffs, though, right? No, no, no. They they, they missed the playoffs, but again, uh, okay, they, they all right. They had a major improvement. No further questions, Your Honor. No, no, And just by looking at them, they went eight, seven, and one, and that was a major improvement. Am I wrong? Well, it was seven, eight, 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 eight and one, but yeah, you're right. Anyways, I, 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 think, I think that um, and 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 all I want to say, I think that if 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 they keep if they keep everything uh the same, because I think because that defense look that defense looks absolutely amazing from what I from what I see. Um, two, um, that offense if they if they keep that ground and pound um type of um type of um offense, they really are going to shake up a, um, shake up a lot of people this year. 
because they got Nick Chubb, um, who's also on my fantasy team. Uh, they got Nick Chubb and um, and Kamar Hunt. Um, kind of like you know the the um the um the lightning and thunder, you know, um, kind of thing. And assuming if they can actually stay healthy, um, I think they're going they're going to make um um they're going to make Casey sweat a little bit this year. Mm. Okay. And so if if they actually do that, I honestly th- I honestly think that um they're gonna, they're going to at least uh, um make um make a lot of headway. And if they and if um they don't do anything stupid and assuming if um Odell Beckham doesn't do anything stupid either, uh they could oh. honestly I think uh give Casey's a lot of trouble. Um I think Casey might might skip uh, um um might eke it up, but that but their defense is still very suspect to me. Um, and like yes, you know their offense is amazing, um, but their that defense is like uh, I don't know just yet. They still need a lot of help. Mm-hmm. So we'll we'll see how they, we'll see how they, that they work out. We'll see. So, I mean, I'm not a Browns fan per se, but when some of your close peoples are Browns fans, you feel for them. Kind of like, you know, when our Red Sox could never win, people felt oh bad my. for us. Or when the Cubs yeah. could never win, people felt bad for them. Or the, or the, the yeah. Milwaukee Bucks could never win. We felt bad for them. But now that they won, now it's the Browns' turn. Or <laughs> <Like, laughs> <laughs> even when the Cavs couldn't win. Until they won, you know. What I mean, yeah, but the, yeah, because yeah, because we also that's part of the reason for uh for um LeBron. But you know that that that's a whole nother discussion. Anyways, <laughs> exactly. So let's take a look at uh, week two, real quick. The games to watch. Uh, so this Thursday is the New York Giants versus the Washington Football Team. I don't. I'll be honest. I don't think that's necessarily a game to jump and rant about. I'll be honest. Uh, I'm still in the watch because I'm a football fan and for the sake of what we do here, but it's not going to be. I, I might be wrong, but I don't know. I don't think it's yeah, a game I don't the week. I don't think it'll be that great of a game. I don't yeah. Know, be yeah. Then we have on Sunday the 1 p.m. games. We have the Patriots and the Jets, the Broncos and the Jaguars, the Bills and the Dolphins. It's going to be a game to watch, in my opinion. The 49ers at the Eagles, the Rams versus the Colts, the Raiders and Steelers. That's a game to watch. The Bengals and the Bears, another one to watch. The Texans and the Browns and the Saints and the Panthers. Then that for the 405 games, we have the Vikings and the Cardinals, Falcons and the Buccaneers, Titans and the Seahawks, Cowboys and the Chargers, and the Chiefs and the Ravens. That's going to be a good one. Um, no, that's the Sunday night game. Excuse me, the Chiefs and the Ravens. Definitely a game to stay up late for. Then you have the Lions at the Green Bay Packers for next Monday's game. So there's a few games to definitely watch, including the Sunday night game, um, the Bills and the Dolphins, the Bengals and the Bears. It's going to be another good game as well. Um, what are some highlight games you think are are some games to watch? Uh, I, I want to see how the Pats do um, after after taking that rough loss. Um, now, the reason why I say the Pats, the reason why I say the Pats is because they cut. Is everything okay? He's open the bag. Keep going. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> the only reason I say you know um, the, the uh, see how the Pats do is because um. 
yes, that was like a really tough loss. I want to see how they do after a tough loss. Hmm. Um, you know, because um, we we always pull up a, a st- we always pull up a stat of like you know after certain losses, uh, Belichick, you know, uh, it's such and such after uh, after such and such game after losing. But I'm like you know, it's this is a post Brady team, and we'll see how he actually does. Um, you know, especially dealing with the with the now fresh arm um, and fresh legs uh, with this kid. Um, so we'll we'll see. That's the one. I, that's the one I kind of want to see um, from there. Yeah, because New England needs to. They need to really redeem themselves. Um, another good thing with this game, you have two rookie quarterbacks who are starting for their teams in the same division. Uh, third point is. Both of these teams need a win. It's week two. Um, the heat isn't on yet, but you need to win. Um, so for those reasons, in addition to what you said, uh, that's going to be an interesting game. Um, I'd even say for the Bills and the Dolphins, the Dolphins won in impressive fashion, and the Bills are looked upon as the best team in the AFC East. So the Bills have something to prove, and the Bills – should have beaten the Steelers, but the Steelers were just a better team on this past Sunday. Um, so that can go anyway. Um, let me ask you about the Cowboys and the and the Chargers. What do you think about that game? For them, um, that that was a good one because I think that the Cowboys probably need to get them to be redeemed. Uh, because they're another one that, you know, they were so close of actually taking out uh, the pass. Oh, no, sorry. Not the pass. I meant Tampa Bay. Excuse me. Um, they, I think they need to, uh, I think uh, the Cowboys need a, a great bounce back win. Um, because they just need a confidence boost. And I think, you know, unfortunately for them, um, I think that um, for the Chargers, um, unless if they actually got a game plan, an actual game plan, a game plan to try to like slow down that offense, I don't think that um, San Diego, sorry, the, um, that the Chargers are going to um, are going to actually uh, are going to lose. I think they're going to lose that game. Okay, um, that's just my personal. That's just my personal opinion. Um, I'm not stating that fact that, but I think that um, LA might actually um, lose that one. Hmm. And our favorite fans, besides the Raiders, the Cowboys fans will have plenty to rejoice. And you know what time it is. <laughs> How about them Cowboys? <laughs> oh, boy. My, 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 my Godfather's going to actually, I would never hear the end of it if, <laughs> if the Cowboys would. It's the Cowboys, the Raiders, and the Saints. Because the Saints, who that dare gonna beat them Saints? <laughs> who that? I, I remember when they used to be called the Aints. They were that bad. Yep. And the Raiders fans would just scream at you in your face. <laughs> you run. You know what the sad thing is? Just before they actually won this, that Super Bowl, they were still pretty bad. For at least like you know, like at least five years before they won the Super Bowl. Yeah. They were still that blood ball bad. Yeah. Now, I got access as we're landing this plane. How about those Detroit Lions? Will they ever be good? <laughs> like, I don't remember <laughs> when the last time they even made the playoffs. 
Well, the thing, the Lions that most people know them for, they play every Thanksgiving game. I just don't know if they can actually, like you, you were just yeah. saying, Franz, can they actually do well and make it to the playoffs? <laughs> That's the core question. So, yeah, I don't know when the last time is. I mean, I mean they might have made it in the, some recent years. Maybe I don't remember, but, <laughs> but I don't know if they actually did anything in the playoffs. I know Barry Sanders is the man who made the playoffs. So. Maybe a couple, a few times, but they didn't yeah. do anything either. That's why he retired. Barry Sanders, like that's Calvin. a throwback, dude. <laughs> I know. It's like it's like he. That's why he retired because they weren't doing anything. Just like Calvin Johnson, Megatron also retired. I mean, I think they may have made the playoffs maybe sometime before when he was there too. But they they didn't make any noise. Like they they did. Those are some other fans that we kind of feel for too. The Lions. Yeah. <laughs> well. We'll see. They're always the runt of the litter in the NFL, unfortunately. Um, but, hey, if the Browns can have a better squad, it ain't too late for the Lions. It's never too late. And, as, and, as, much, as, and as much as, you know, uh, uh, you know the because the Browns have been really bad for years, if the Browns can actually turn it around, I'm pretty sure the Lions can too. You ain't lying. Yeah. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? Oh, boy. Well, well yeah, they, man. They, they can't be bad forever. It's like nah. you can't shine forever. You can't, you can't be horrible. You can't be in the rain forever either. Okay, Fizzy. Take that. Take that. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, week one was good. Uh, I don't know. Between the Thursday game and the Monday night game, honestly, the Raiders and Ravens is the... I would say, honestly, that was the game of the week. Would you guys agree or would you guys disagree? Oh, absolutely. Oh, facts. Uh, I mean, my, minus, minus those stupid calls, yeah. I think the, 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 Raiders, the Raiders game was definitely the game of the week. Yeah, there were some suspect calls. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, there were definitely some suspect calls. They don't always get it right. Oh, yo, also, there was a, uh, a black woman for the first time ever as referee. Um, okay. Let me get her name real quick. Got to shout that out. That's history. You know what I'm saying? Um, upstate New York native Maya Chaka. She make, made history as NFL's first black female referee. I think that's what's up. You know what I'm saying? Uh, unfortunately, some people think we only mention that because of wokeness. Stop it. Stop politicizing being black. It's just, it, it's, it's just history. Just, just celebrate the fact. I, I said let's celebrate the, the little things, exactly. Because you because know, people people don't do like you know when the first uh, white woman does it, um, does something similar. It's like you know, just it's just a, a small win. Let, yeah, let's, it's let's call it what it is. It's a small win. Yep. Because for too long, women were not allowed in certain roles. In right. The right. NFL, whether it's coaching, uh, working in a gym with the players, uh, being referees, they were relegated to only being cheerleaders. And yo, another win you can say there are now male cheerleaders in the NFL. Yeah. We saw two of them for the uh the Patriots. Yeah. You know, when we went to the game live a few weeks back in preseason. So there's these they add to the game. That is all. You know what I'm saying? Right. Represent representation matters. It's not a political thing. It's just a life thing. The end of, as NFL fans and us doing this podcast, this season three, we call it quote unquote whatever. But you know, we're also analysts essentially now 
of the game. I know I watch football more intently and sports in general more intently because uh, doing this podcast is bringing more of a interest in me as a ant analyst and not just a fan. Yeah. You know, what I'm right. So, and right. I'm gonna keep up with y'all. You're not beating me in the, in the numbers game anymore. I'm, I'm coming for you. Coming for your number <laughs> one spot. <laughs> so yeah but yo that's it for uh this episode of all pro bros and yeah for all eight all pro bros nation like we said last episode we're doing this weekly yo uh even if it's just one of us we're gonna be pumping out weekly recaps i think for the most part well baseball is red's number one sport Yes. Is basketball for me it's football uh, but in general we all generally enjoy football and if we don't have any other events on Sunday we all go to Red's house so <laughs> eat up all his food so <laughs> but I said that ain't nothing new they do that for like the past 15 years just about so ain't nothing new so <laughs> ain't nothing new ain't nothing new under the sun I would say Sunday mm-hmm. is faith family and football so mm-hmm. it is what it is no, in that order. what it is. Yep. So, yo, so that's another episode of the All Pro Bros. This has been Triple. It's been Red. Fonstradamus. Tom Brady's lawyer. <laughs> we'll see y'all next time. Deuces. Peace.